This is Before the Show, and our guest today is Elena Gonzalez. Thanks for joining us, Elena. Thanks so much for having me. Hello. Um, this is Before the Show. We're going to do like some interview questions, try to get you familiar with the audience, and uh, try to get them familiar with you, and uh, in hopes that everybody will come out uh, this Friday at the Avenue. Um, I think it's April 19th at 9 yep. o'clock. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome because we get to usher in 420 the best way possible. <laughs> uh, first question. Have you ever been asked to do an interview before a show? Um, I have. Uh, and uh, I, I, my background was in, uh, was in radio before I started uh, comedy. So I've really gravitated to, um, uh, to podcasts in general and and other video outlets um and i think i think that it is a great idea that you guys are doing this to to kind of humanize the performers and uh and give everybody a chance to get to know a little bit about who we are um so so they can come out and laugh their asses off and know what they're what they're in for yeah, no, I definitely think that it's uh, it's about kind of setting a tone, so to speak. Yeah. Liz? Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, Sorry. Liz. Way to be paying uh, attention. You are on top of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, about how long have you been doing stand-up? <laughs> um, I've been doing stand-up uh, just about a year. Um, I did my very first open mic ever. Uh, at the end of what month was it? Like the end of December of 2017. Um, but then I really started um, uh, going at it hard um, at like the end of April, beginning of May of 2018. So, so actually, if, if you count it from that, uh, this will this will be a nice little anniversary. Um, of, of when I really started uh, taking it a bit more serious and uh, and and going up on on a lot of different stages. I think the first show you did with us was October sixth of last year. Yep, of twenty eighteen. Yep, yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah. How did you end up getting into comedy? Um, I I've been a big comedy fan my entire life. Um, uh. One of the first comedy memories uh, was with my dad watching uh, watching a, a Gallagher special when I was like five or six. Um, but uh, I, so I've always I've always studied it and admired it um, and enjoyed it a little bit more than the average bear. Um, and coming from radio, um, and then I went into uh, like event marketing and and kind of side. Uh, a bit more of a performer side, but never really understanding that that's what I was doing. Um, and a friend of mine, a uh, really close friend of mine started, um, started doing it and she reached out and she was like, you really should give this a try. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of busy. I just had a baby. I got some stuff going on. And she, uh, she wouldn't give up and, and she's like, no bitch, you need to do this. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, okay, okay. And that's a real I, friend. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. She would not let me say no. And, uh, and the first time I got up on stage, I was like, oh, I get it. You were right. This is so much more than I ever thought it would be and it's amazing and uh and yeah I fell in love uh I fell in love and and I haven't stopped since so we um I think we asked this question a little differently last time but I'm gonna mutate it uh do you have a specific comedian actor actress that you look up to um yes and there are a few, but in different ways. And, and the one that I'll, I'll go with now is, uh, a woman by the name of Jackie Cation, um, who has been a comedian since the mid eighties. 
Um, but she's not, uh, even today, she's not really a household name. I'm sure that, that most people listening probably have never heard of her. Um, but she is, uh, the epitome of a, a road dog. Like she is just out in the clubs. Uh, still, yep. After 30 so, years. Yep. Just wow. grinding it out. Yes. And she's amazing. That's she's kind of remarkable. Yeah. She's originally um, from, uh, oh, shoot. I'm going to screw this up because I just blinked and I don't remember if she's from Wisconsin or Minnesota, but they're kind of the same anyway. Yeah, it's pretty um, much one lesser <laughs> Canada, right? <laughs> right? She's from one Cows of those. Cows and corn. Cows and corn and, and cheese. Yeah, New um, Canada. um and uh and and yeah i um i first saw her uh i first saw her live maybe six or seven years ago uh at margaret lee's comedy castle in royal oak and uh and she was great and uh from that from then on i started following her more closely and she does um she does a few podcasts herself Um, and on one of her shows, she does with another, uh, female comic by the name of, uh, Lori Kilmartin, who is a comic, um, and also writes for Conan. Um, and they talk about, uh, they talk about, you know, doing standup and, and writing and, and things that are going on in their lives. And they talk a lot about, uh, female comics um, and just the the difference in in the experience. So the the difference of of what it is for them as a, as female comedians um, versus versus male comedians and right or what really, they've experienced male yep. com- comedians going through right. Yep, and you know just looking at at uh, headliner spots across the country and and what clubs. Uh, will showcase women and what clubs won't and and it really kind of opened my eyes um, as silly as it may sound to to comedy as a business um, and really kind of looking at it that way and and I admire the amount of time and energy and hard work uh, that she's really putting into her craft every single day um, and and it it's uh, inspirational to me because everybody thinks about the comedians that are huge. You know, they think about, uh, you know, going back the, the Eddie Murphy's and, and George Carlin's and, you know, every, all those big names that everyone knows. But there are so many comedians that make a great living that nobody's ever heard of. Right, that have been um, apparently doing it for thirty years. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's amazing to me, um, and and so so I've really uh, that was yeah, Jackie Cation. Yep, Jackie Cation, K A S H I A N. Check them out. Anybody who's listening, yeah. go go. She's yeah. got to be on YouTube. Thirty years. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's great. How is your experience of doing stand-up comedy different from what you expected it was going to be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, it's in a very positive way. It's a hell of a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, which is silly because comedy should be fun. Like you, when you think about what comedy is, it, you would think it would be fun. Um, but I, I just had these these. Uh, like rejection fantasies in my head about how, you know, I was going to have doors slammed in my face and, and hecklers were going to be throwing beer bottles at me and like all these, all these horror stories that you hear. And, and thankfully my experience hasn't been that, um, it may, it may turn into that one day, but, um, (laughs) but I hope not. This Friday, Um, there's a comedy show, by the way, just so those, uh, don't get any ideas in your head, Basso. Yeah, okay. Um, you you did uh, it. You put it in their head. <laughs> I did. Oh, <laughs> no. All my worst dreams are going to come true. Uh, no, but it's been so great. Um, it's, it's, I refer to it as the most 
fun hobby I've ever had in my life. And, and all of the people have been great. And, and, you know, meeting you guys has been great. And, you know, meeting other comics and just, uh, just doing it, uh, every, well, I would say every day, but, but doing it every week, um, has been, has been so fulfilling and, and fun. And I never, I never really expected that. One of my favorite parts that I didn't really, I wasn't fully aware of when I started doing this is that when I get to watch you guys update your calendars Uh and our shows are on there, (laughs) just like, that's just like super gratifying. Uh It's just a small thing. I really love. Um, Oh, that's great. Do you have a show that you've done that sticks out in your mind as one of your favorite shows so far? Yes, and it is. Uh, it's it's your show. Um, it oh was, come on, that's not. Uh, I'm I'm not patting myself on the back it, here at all. It's not. <laughs> it's not intended to be that, but it was. It was so fun. Uh, and I'm gonna screw it up. When it was, I want to say it was December. It was the Jeff Horse show first. Um, huh? it was December first. December first. Yes. Uh, it was so much fun. I hosted that night. Jeff had a great set. Everyone had great sets that night. Um, the crowd was super fun. Uh, I had random girls complimenting me on my dress. Like everything. Like, just, <laughs> all of the things was, that you could have imagined. Yes, all of the things. It was so, so, so much fun. And I, I look back on that night as, as a really... As a, as a solid W in that column. Is there something about comedy, like, like a topic or a genre, that you think will always be funny? Ooh. Uh, weed and dating apps. Um, <laughs> uh, come on, I love weed. That's not fair. Why you got to come at me like that? It's hitting too close to home. I feel like I'm personally being... Come. <laughs> I think um, I think that relatability in comedy um, is is what's really uh, is what what will uh, kind of attach you in into like a longevity standpoint, um, and uh, and I think that that comes with relationships, but I don't mean necessarily you know hook up type relationships or even marriage just relationships in general like how human beings relate to other human beings whether it's family friends coworkers, love whatever um i think those uh looking at those relationships in in fun in different ways there's always a chance for funny and those always make me um, and what like dating apps and weed is like to it's it's too broad or too vague or easy. It's 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 just uh it it seems like right now um that uh everyone under the age of 30 um has those jokes in their repertoire. So or at least I one feel, of them. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So so that was just a a rip on that. That's what everybody's talking about. My um, mom asked me the other day why male comics have to make a joke about masturbation. That was an interesting conversation to have with my mother. (laughs) I do want to just... Well, they they say you talk about what you know. So... (laughs) Dave, do you have any thoughts about masturbation jokes? Um... I think they're a good way to end a night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dave, you're you're one of a kind. Oh, I'll give you that. Gosh, Liz, uh, yeah, take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, uh, some people say that women are naturally less funny. Uh, maybe it's because it's less socially acceptable for us to make masturbation jokes. But <laughs> do you think it's a matter of women having less practice? Um, I mean, with at, jokes, at mas- not with masturbation. I was just going to say, at masturbating? <laughs> um, no, I, I have a masturbation joke. Come out, come out this Friday and, and hear it. Um, uh, no, I actually, uh, it's funny that you you say that. I had, um, 
another comic tell me once uh, when I was just starting off um, his theory on on why there weren't uh, as many female comics. And his theory was that um, because to be to be in comedy, you have to have the drive to get attention from people um, and that women are able to get that attention um, at the bar uh, by guys flirting on them, uh, flirting with them. Um, and just, <laughs> yep, just throughout life, they're able to get that attention. Um, and Can I, I personally say this sounds unusually misogynistic? Oh, it was, <laughs> we, were, we were outside smoking a cigarette and I took a long pause and I, and I took a drag off my cigarette and I was like, okay, um, so are you saying that I'm not funny or that I'm not hot? Like, which way are you going with this? Because yeah, that's, if you're, <laughs> that could burn both ways. I'm like, what that's the fuck rough. are you are you talking about, dude? Um, I strongly disagree with that theory. Um, but I do think that um, that I, I think that right now we are been, um, which is great. Uh, but I do think that that with some people there is um, just a societal expectation uh, still from you know the 40s and 50s that you know women are to be seen and not heard and that we're not um, we're not funny in that same way. So as mm-hmm. as children are growing up, you know they're. I, I do think that, that with each generation, it's it's less and less and less and less, which is a good trend. But I think there is still that inherent, like, people try to squash um, squash girls a little bit more than they do boys. And God bless so, the fact that we have, like, Cloris Leachman and Betty White and these women who have led a road of comedy for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they really are. And the fact, you know, uh, Joan Rivers, rest in peace, and, you know, all of these all of these pioneers, they did not have it easy. I mean, I I have it so much more easy than, than they did. You know, I can go to open mics and, and you know, people will still, uh, <laughs> I will still get shitty introductions up on stage. Um, you know, I've been. Uh, That's got to suck. Oh, yeah. It's, it never even dawned on me that you could just, because you're, like, the only woman in a set or... Yep. They're you just know, like, and, yeah, that's that's great. It's cool. Like, oh, our our attractiveness quotient has just increased. Let's give it up for oh, Elena Gonzalez. Or, you know, like, oh. This is our token bit of diversity. Uh-huh. Oh, lady of the... It's like, did you just call me a whore? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's hot. I, so, I had, in I your had, experience, uh-huh. yeah, in your experience, how could we get more women into stand up? Um, I, I think, I think uh, representation matters. Um, and just seeing that more women are doing it, uh, kind of more women begets more women begets more women begets more women type of thing. Um, and, uh, and there was just a, uh, there was just an event a few weeks ago, um, in Detroit. Um, there's a great thing that they do, uh, called the comedy rumble. And it's a, it's a format where there's 30 comics. Each comic gets 90 seconds, um, to do something. Uh, and then there's judges and then they take the top you know, four or five, uh, highest scores. And then they get another 90 seconds. Uh, and then the winner, uh, gets some money and gets to come back and do a paid set. Um, and, and it's a great format to, to introduce people to a lot of comedians in a very short time. And it's a great format for comics to work on short jokes. Uh, short jokes are very important. Um, and to, to be funny in 90 seconds, uh, is is difficult but a good muscle to work on and they just did one that was all female comics and and it was great because at first i was like oh wow you know there's 30 female comics in the metro detroit area 
And then I looked at the list and there were um, some, some people that I know that weren't even on the list. And I got so excited because I'm like, oh, no, there's way more than 30 comics, uh, 30 female comics in, in the Metro Detroit area because not everybody's name is on this list. Um, so I think we are, I think we are heading in, in the right direction. And over the next few years, it's only going to get better. So I think that's great. Where do you find the most inspiration when writing your jokes? Well, when I first started, I was adamant in my head that I didn't want to be um, a hacky mom comic. For some reason in my head, I was just, I was petrified of that and I didn't want to do it. And so my first few months, um, I had a lot of generic uh, jokes like, I had some Taylor Swift jokes and and getting older and general jokes and they were all just very vanilla and and easy jokes and uh, something like they happened felt generic to, yeah mm-hmm like anybody could have written them um, and anybody could perform them and they would they would get the lukewarm response that that they deserved and <laughs> and uh, and. At a show one time, um, I did this interruption thing, uh, and somebody asked me a question, and I shouted out something about being a mom, and it got it it got a bigger laugh than any of my other bullshit jokes had ever gotten, and I realized, <laughs> and I realized it's because it was I was saying it from a more real place, and so. I was performing it better, first of all, but then also it was something that people could relate to. Yeah, and there whether, was a genuine quality about it. Yes, yes. And and whether you have kids or not, you've been a kid, you have a parent, like you understand the relationship between kids and parents. You might, you know, yeah, be an aunt or was uncle. A kid once. Yeah, everybody <laughs> can kind of can kind of find a piece in there and I was like oh, oh like that's what I need to to look at so so when I realized that and I started looking inward and talking about things with my son and the fact that I'm going through a divorce right now and that I'm dating again and and coming at those things that are very real to me and truthful and playing with those uh, made my joke so much better. Um, so, so that's uh, being able to look inward uh, for me uh, is is really what has been been helpful. There are there are definitely great comics that are able to play with the abstract, um, and kudos to them. I am not one of them. So, well, maybe you'll get um, there. I mean, there's time. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I also don't know, like, and. Uh, I'm fine with with not that. So, um, so I think there's there's a place for for everyone and everything. Like I really, I really enjoy um, Mitch Hedberg. Like he's one of my favorite uh, comics, and because he makes me laugh no matter what medium, whether I'm listening to him or watching him or even just reading his his jokes. Like every time he makes me laugh, and his jokes are so universal. Um, you know, everybody has. Yeah, I've, I've heard his jokes a thousand times. Does the same yeah. thing to me. It's just something and about it, it just makes me like in inwardly chuckle or literally chuckle. Yeah. But it's always just like a yes. The world is good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and, do you have a person in your life that just doesn't get your jokes? My dad. <laughs> my dad does not <laughs> think I'm funny at all. Um, I mean, he thinks I'm. I'm I'm cute, I'm sure, but, um, uh, yeah, go get her, (laughs) (laughs) you know, whenever, whenever it comes up, he's like, so you still doing that thing? I'm like, yeah, dad. Yep. Still, still doing that thing. Um, but he is such, uh, my dad's sense of humor is such, uh, like he's very, uh, dry like old school Letterman, uh, like Carlin, like that kind of dry, gritty um, comedy, and uh, and he's he's never seen me live. Um, he's seen a couple videos, 
Uh, and he's just like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that you're doing. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Like, yeah, thanks, Dad. Cool. Thanks. Go get them. The Packers are on, sweetheart. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, did you did you watch The Americans? No, I haven't. But thanks for changing the topic, Dad. I appreciate it. Do you have a time that your sense of humor has gotten you in trouble? <laughs> um, there are way too many to count. Um, Is there one like, that you care to remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's kind of, it's always been, it's always been a thing. Uh, like, I recently my mom uh gave me all all the stuff that she's been collecting of mine like old report cards and and you know oh this is when you were in the spelling bee in third grade um like this big box of of random stuff and and i was going uh i was going through it the stuff that if anybody but your mom had it would be creepy Yes, very, very <laughs> creepy. And it's like, I feel like you hit a certain age and your parents are just like, okay, I'm not holding your shit anymore. Now you gotta throw it away. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, here, here's a box of stuff. You throw it away. Um, uh, but I noticed on all of my report cards going back to first grade, because, like, in... You know, when you're in grade school, the report cards are just like, oh, satisfactory. And then the teacher writes a little note. It's it's not, you know, they're not doing grade points or anything. Every right, right. single one, the teacher would be like, you know, Elena would be a lot better if she would shut her mouth, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she has a problem with talking with other students and distracting them from the work that needs to be done. Yeah. Like, uh, every second is not... Uh, it's not joke time. If she would just focus, she's a really nice girl, but she needs to shut her face. That sounds like your friend that convinced you to do stand-up, like, saw something and was like, no, no, <laughs> this is who you've always been. We just need to get you on a stage right. so you get it, like, so that you... Yes. Stop. Basically, stop annoying us. And go annoy everybody oh, else. Oh, that's quality. Yeah, that's... <laughs> sounds like some shit my mom would say. Can you yes. go just do something? Go do something. Go do something. Uh, so, speaking of children, uh, do you have a favorite color? Oh, I forgot that this is one of... Are we... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it if we're if we're not. Are we announcing that, that this is our, our second time? Yeah, it's okay. I'm like, I'm okay with that. that. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we had a little, a little tech issue. Um, so this is our second one. And I was thinking as we were getting ready for today, like trying to remember some of the questions to try to. <laughs> you cheater. That's not, that's not okay. And it was terrible. I was like, shit, I don't remember anything that was said. And there's, there's one thing that was said and I won't spoil it in case it comes up. But if it doesn't come up, then I will spoil it. Um, cause there was only one question that I could remember. Um, and, and the fact that this one wasn't it, I can't believe it. Um, favorite color. Yes. My favorite color right now as a 39 year old one is blue. But if you would have asked me at any other point in my life, uh, it would have been purple. And I don't know when that changed. I remember being a little girl and like loving purple and like hating anybody that didn't like purple. Like, purple defined me. It was amazing. And then all of a sudden, I became a grown-up, and I was like, oh, I like blue. And I don't know how that works. I don't know why that changes. But, yeah, blue. Buy me something blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what do you think about hecklers? Hecklers. Uh, um, I think that... They need to go to an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> if they've got something so important to say, yes. you better just get up there and do it. Exactly. Fucking do it yourself, buddy. I'm not. I'm not here to be your your conduit. No, I think that. I think that for the most part, they mean well, um, and they think that they're that they're just out having a fun time. And that they're in some way making the show better. 
most of the time. There are, of course, that that percentage of people that um, have seen, you know, they've seen the heckler videos on YouTube and they're trying to uh, they're trying to fuck with you and they're trying to 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 best um, to be the best heckler and and you know to really kind of get you. But I think for the most part, it's just somebody's had too much to drink and they think they're being funny. I, I, I'm, my record's uh, 60-40 with hecklers. Um, I... You're betting above a, uh, 500, so I'll give yeah. you props. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually good with, with old guy hecklers. Those are my favorite. Um, I'm not inviting you, Owasso. I'm, I'm really not- terrified to ask why they're your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because they're easier, <laughs> they're easier to, to dismiss or like, yeah, okay. and, and, and kind of work your way out of it, at least from my experience. Um, uh, because I can, I can play with them a little bit more. Um, but that sounds uh, naughty. It is. <laughs> and that's exactly why. <laughs> because it is naughty. insecurities. Yes. Yes. Dave, you got a couple questions, right? Elena, in the spirit of laziness, what was the question that you remembered, and can you answer it for me? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. What do you like to do after a show? Um, and I don't remember if it was done. If if the question itself was like, when you have a good show, what do you like to do, or when you have a bad show, what do you it's like both. to do? Um, because my answer was for both. And the reason why I remember, um, so my answer, uh, was that I'm not cool enough, uh, to, to be a raging alcoholic or a drug addict. Um, and instead, (laughs) (laughs) so instead I, I like to eat my feelings, whether they're positive or negative. And I just want all of the ice cream all of the time. Um, and, uh, and Sam had had a similar, Sam Rager had had a similar uh, response. Yeah, because um, she and, likes to just go home and house on some ice cream with like a blanket uh-huh. around her. So yeah. it's like you guys have, have a date schedule. Yeah. And that's, that's why I remember, because I was going to talk to her at the show, like, okay, there's this ice cream place, there's this ice cream place. <laughs> you wanted to play the route out? Who's going where? We got Cone Zone, they're not open though, it's quality. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know a place we can sit down. You'll go left. I'll go right. You'll hit the place over there, the soft serve. I'll hit the grocery store and pick up all the Benjers. We'll meet in the middle and we'll just go to town. That's why it's stuck in my head because I wanted to be like, okay, so are you more of like a pint person? Do you want a flurry? Do you want a Sunday? Maybe a cone? Are we just going to go halves on a fucking half gallon? What are we doing here? Start getting all mad scientists. Like, well, you know, have you ever put a McFlurry in an ice cream cone? It's pretty damn good. <laughs> and that's why it stuck out in my head. <laughs> Do you have a favorite story about a bad situation between you and a club? Um. Not that you have to name them. Yeah. <laughs> We're put her on the spot there, Dave. <laughs> Who's gonna hear this? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, we can pass if you'd like. Uh, no, we'll we'll go because it the, sounds the person... juicy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the the people that know it will know, and I won't name. It. And um, so it was actually um with uh, I, I thankfully I have not experienced with a club directly. Like I haven't with a bar owner or, or anything of the sort. Um, but I did have an interesting, uh, experience with another comic, um, who, uh, he says that, uh, that he was, he was going for humor. Um, and, uh, but the, the way that it was presented, um, was a little <laughs> cut, cut a little, a little closer uh, than just humorous, um, and uh, we, he introduced me as, 
a cold-hearted bitch wow. who, yeah, who, <laughs> oh God, I can't, I can't believe I started this story because now I have to finish. Um, <laughs> introduced me as a cold-hearted bitch who ripped his heart out of his chest, but on the plus side, gave the best blowjob he's ever had in my life. Let's give it up for Elena <laughs> Gonzalez. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Something and to so, be proud of, I guess. <laughs> yes, it was like, can I put that on a t-shirt? Like, is, <laughs> is, is that my new merch? But it was, <laughs> in the moment, it's like, oh, okay, well, now I have to get up and be funny after that and have the audience look at me like, what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> and so you can't really, it, in a in a very... In a very weird way, it was it was a learning experience um, because I had to I couldn't just not go up or start crying or you know start screaming at this person. I mean, I could have done all of those things, but I I chose not to. And you know, how do you kind of snap out of it, and how do you dig yourself out of that hole? Because there are going to be many more situations where. If I'm following another comic who totally bombs, like, how do you get the audience back after that? Or if I follow, you know, a bar fight, how do you get the audience back after that? I was at a show, shit, I was at a show two weeks ago and some dude passed out, like, to the point of where in the audience where they had to call 911, get an ambulance out there, whatever, and then there was a comic up doing time. He stopped his set. They get the ambulance, come in, revive this guy, give him a clean bill of health. And then the comic goes back up and finishes his set. And it's like, these are things that you can't prepare for, but you have to build those muscles to figure out how the fuck am I going to be funny right now? And so, so experiencing that, um, it was, it was a crash course and okay, well, how am I getting funny right now? And, uh, and, and yeah, that was, how'd you uh, do? I actually, I didn't do half bad. It was, it was a little rocky at the start. Um, I did get a dig in on the host, um, <laughs> which, which then actually, um, in another positive, uh, it was a, it was a throwaway, it was a bit of a throwaway joke. Um, that I was kind of grasping at, uh, but it's now turned into a new closer for me, and I really love it. Like I've built, I've built it up over the past couple months, and and now it's a really fun joke. So, um, so yeah, it 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 was, it it ended on a positive, uh, it ended on a positive light because I got I got a new closer out of it, and uh, and got some some life skills. <laughs> somewhat, somewhat of a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when you kill, you kill. But uh. <laughs> oh God, I love you. <laughs> I lo Speaking of love, I love things that are bad for me, like sugar, uh -huh. fatty foods, carbs, beer, cigarettes, what have you. Uh -huh. uh, do you have any favorites? All of them. Um. <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, ice cream is a huge, uh, ice cream is a huge vice for me. Like, I've done, like, I, I, I've started talking about this in my act, too. Like, I, um, I fairly recently, uh, lost 115 pounds, and, oh, thanks, um, and basically all I did was stop eating like an asshole and working out. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> See, yeah, actually, exactly. It I actually just works. eat like an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, which would be but, disturbing if they ate, right? And you do other things like an asshole too. It's okay. <laughs> um, but the hardest, the thing that has never gone away has been ice cream. Like that is something that I can't, like, I can't write it off because it's just so fucking good. And there's so many. Like, I went to Meyer the other day um, to to grab a pint because the ice cream places were closed. Meyer's 24 hours. And, uh, oh, my God, there's, like, 150 different choices. 
And then I look like an idiot staring there going, hmm, do I want the peanut butter with the chocolate? Do I want the strawberry cheesecake? Do I want the this? And they're all great. That's the best part about ice cream. Even when it's, you know, they say that about pizza, but it's really true about ice cream. Even when it's bad, it's still great. So, so sugar and ice cream. But I also love smoking. Hmm. And fast cars. <laughs> and loose women. And all the other. <laughs> a cigarette and some ice cream is, I don't know why it's so good, but I love oh, those too. so good. I suddenly thought we were interviewing James Dean when she was going on about <laughs> loose women. <laughs> yeah. So what's your type? <laughs> Lady <Loose>. brunettes. <laughs> oh no! I if I had, I'd go okay. Tito's and soda with lime is is my favorite drink. Uh, mm-hmm. Newport's my favorite cigarette. Um, I'll go with Seven uh, Eleven. Chocolate covered strawberry is currently my favorite ice cream pint. Mm. Um, uh, pineapple and bacon is my favorite pizza. Excuse me. Uh huh. Really? You heard me. I'm on, I'm on Team Elena all the way. Like p- uh-huh. pineapple and bacon, and I I like ham and onions on it too. Okay. Yeah, pineapple and bacon to me, it's like the saltiness of the bacon and the sweetness of the pineapple. It's such a great mix. And then the cheese and the sauce, and if you sprinkle some some hot pepper flake on there, mmm, 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 mmm. The best pizza. Mm. Um, I can't think of other things to favoritize, which isn't even a word, but... That's all right. I like, we'll give you I like to come back to it. <laughs> Just <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> Let you write them down and come back, and you'll receive the grade afterwards. But I will like to say that I think you'd do a lot better if you'd shut your mouth. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Just a throwback. Sorry. Came out kind of mean. I, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> uh, my last question for you is um, Are there any other mediums that you would like to do comedy in? What do you mean? Like, like um, Sam, Sam was interested in sketch writing. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, I... I don't know if it really counts as a different medium, but to me it's different enough. I would love to host, but not necessarily hosting a comedy show. Like, hosting a game show. Or or hosting oh, okay. a talk show. Like, those kind of... of of hosting things like hosting a game show is my uh like that's my big girl dream um what like kind of game show like jeopardy wheel of fortune like match game deer hunter <laughs> family feud, <laughs> family um, feud is no longer a family game right uh no do you remember match game uh-huh. no. Okay. I so, do, kind of. Um, so it was on in the late 70s, and then they brought it back uh, fairly recently, and Alec Baldwin hosted it on, um, I don't know if it's still on, uh, but it was just on like two years ago. Um, but the format of it is there's two contestants, and then there's six celebrities. And the host will say something like, uh, Dumb Dora was so dumb that, when she heard blank, she thought it was, uh, I'm terrible. These yeah, are not how the questions practice. are built. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then the celebrities write down an answer, and then the contestant has to try to match with the celebrities. But where, oh, the fun, yeah, yeah. where the fun in the game comes is that, at least in the 70s version, all of the celebrities were just drunk off their ass. <laughs> and so, so the host is basically hosting a cocktail party with these celebrities, and then the contestants are kind of there, sort of. Like, and it was so much fun and silly and side conversations, and it gave a chance for those people 
um, like Betty White was on it a lot. Charles Nelson Riley was on it a lot. Richard Dawson. Richard um, Dawson was the shit on that show because yes. he was wasted all the time. All the <laughs> That's the all only the part of that show I remember was Richard Dawson just like half leaned over in his chair, like giving out these answers with half his mouth. And people are like, yeah, that's wrong, but you're hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. I, know. So- I thought he was stroking the whole time. I didn't get it. I didn't know what drunk was. <laughs> it's really unfortunate for me. It took me a second to realize that you meant like having a stroke. Yeah, yeah. Really, he thought he was just jerking off. No, he was leaned over. Yeah, like could have been both. Fuck it. I'll keep this side of my mouth closed because it curves that way sometimes. Got myself in trouble before. So, you mentioned that you're a mom, but what do you like to do outside of comedy and being a mom? I love games, um, like uh, board games, bar trivia games, cards. Uh, I'm borderline a degenerate gambler. Like I love, I love playing games. I love how you slipped oh, yeah. it in. Like yeah, like you passed right over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Elena, do you play the Michigan game? Euchre. Oh, I was like. <laughs> I was honestly, I was getting ready to be like, I don't really sports bet. Um, <laughs> you didn't take the over under on the MSU. Right. <laughs> um, yes, I love euchre. Absolutely love euchre. Um, and I didn't realize till uh, I don't know, I was in my mid twenties that it was a Michigan game. Like I thought, everybody just knew euchre and loved it, and and I was I was sorely mistaken when I tried to bring it up in Tennessee. Yeah, they don't think you said real words. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck is euchre? That's not a word." Right. <laughs> and you were in the land of where they make up words. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you play euchre? Is that is that what we're setting up right now? Been a while. Is is the four of us are gonna play euchre? I love euchre. Yeah. I call Dave as a partner. Oh shit. Okay. That's kind of how this whole thing started, anyways. I mean, he is he is he's my partner. He's your life partner. I mean, shut up! I haven't told my parents. (laughs) We love each other, and we're in this comedy thing together. Okay. I'm just over here. The weird one. You're the beard. This has got a thing for guys who love a thing for guys. <laughs> no. Speaking of words, uh, do you have a favorite curse word? I. Oh, yes, this one. Um... <laughs> she remembers another question from when we fucked up earlier. Uh, and, and because. It made me laugh so much. I'm going to. It's not as it's not as adorable as it was last time because it was accidental last time. But I loved it, and I told a couple people um, that I said it, and I was embarrassed that I said it. Um, but now I'm going to purposely say it. Um, <laughs> last time I said the phrase, a well placed clunt. Oh. Clunt. <laughs> this is why I'm bad at script reading. Um, cause as soon as I know the words I'm going to say, I fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I said a well-placed cunt is beautiful. That was the line that I said last time. I really, time. I yes, like, that's I true. I and I agree. Remember I said that. Um, but I think I we should bring cunt in. Cunt <laughs> <laughs> is way better. Cunt is my favorite. <laughs> I love phrases. I have never heard that one. What the fuck is a well-placed cunt? <laughs> no, like, is it like below the elbow? Or... <laughs> the subject Dave is unfamiliar oh. with. <laughs> like, I, I mean, when when used correctly, when oh, I see, I see. You know, when you when use you... the word cunt 
Yes. In yes, a manner that isn't clutch. <laughs> that isn't right. Because, you know, when you're talking about the word, uh, uh, you know, Brits say it all the time and it kind of loses a little bit of its, of its harshness. Um, but if you, if you pull it out at the right time, oh, <laughs> it's great. It's so great. Just the sharpness. A well-placed and- cunt is beautiful. Yes. yes. Pull out that cunt. <laughs> Ray below the elbow. <laughs> or on your thigh. Clunt kind of sounds like your gay friend Clint, and when he drinks too much, he gets really sassy. Now he's Clunt. <laughs> oh, Clunt. Oh. Oh. Clunt's back. Time to get out of the bar. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's good. That was pretty good. I don't know. I like I like Clunt. We should use Clunt more often. Because nobody will know what the fuck we're talking about for a while, and then we'll just, like, change the English language overnight. We're trendsetters, damn it. I just want there to be, like, like my grandkids walking up to me like, you're fucking Clunt. And I'll be like, I started that, motherfucker! <laughs> no, you didn't, Grandpa. Um. <laughs> Fuck you, Grandpa. You lame. <laughs> you didn't start shit. <laughs> you oh, if you enjoyed Elena on this episode of Before the Show, come check out the Irregular Comedy Show this Friday at the Avenue Bar and Grill in Owasso on the nineteenth of April at nine and bring o'clock. Ice cream. Yeah, don't don't throw it at her, but like if you want to <laughs> gift it to her after the show, that would be okay, an acceptable form of transportation. Oh, that would be so great if people brought like little coolers. How adorable would that be? Maybe that'll be my merch. I'm like just thinking of a bunch of people handing you melted ice cream. At the <laughs> Like, well, you know, it's, it's the thought that counts, really. I want to know, I, I want it to be clear that I will not be responsible for cleaning the floor of the bar. <laughs> yeah, that's an entirely different image if you think about, like, oh, it's a melted pint of ice cream versus an empty ice cream cone. <laughs> and a sticky hand. This has been... Trying to wrap it up here, people. Sorry. Yeah, if you wrap it up, it won't be so sticky. <laughs> That's not. This has been before the show. I'm Connor. You guys want to do exits, please? This is Liz. I'm David. I'm Elena. Thank you, Elena, for joining us. Everybody have a great night.